just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You... You know, conventional wisdom, Jalen Hurts and then Fields and all these guys that run, it's like, dude, you're going to get broken into a thousand pieces. And, yeah, there's still that concern because you're taking more hits or you're in the field of play more. But Lamar is so oddly crafty. It doesn't, you know, I don't want to jinx it. It doesn't seem to take the square on hits that other guys do. He's just a very unique. He's slippery. He's slippery.
Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Thank you for downloading. You are looking live inside my closet. Yes, I'm in the closet. <laughs> I'm in the closet right now recording with my Rode NTH100-M headset and my laptop with the Rode Connect software. And I'm doing it because, listen, can you hear that? Can you hear how quiet it is in here? Closets for anyone that needs the best audio acoustic quality and doesn't have any sort of studio that you've built for it, just go into the closet because your hanging clothes will catch and trap and keep your voice from reverberating better than any place in your house. So I just wanted to test this podcast in here. Uh, for acoustic reasons only, because you know me, I'm a stickler and a constant maniac for finding the best sound possible for this podcast. I know many of you responded saying, you know, you gave Scott a bunch, a bunch of shit for his audio quality, which sounded fine to me. And then you had Jay on the other day and his audio sounded like shit. And you're not wrong about that. It's just... It's so challenging because I say, okay, I want to have a quick three-way scrum with Jay and my two other big Steeler fanboys, Nathan and Scott. So let me put them together in the simplest way possible, which is a uh, three-way call on our iPhones. And when I got them all three together, suddenly Jay's audio went to shit. So I didn't feel like stopping everything and saying, okay, Jay, what are you doing? Hold the phone here. Do this. Do that. Can you set up this? It's too much to ask people, even who are my friends. You don't want to make them coming on your podcast to be more than just a phone call. It's got to be simple. It's got to be easy. And when you think you've got it as simple as possible and as easy as possible, do one more thing, one more click to make it even easier. Anyway, in the closet, got a couple things for you here. Bought a new piece of technology that I am absolutely in love with it is called the samsung frame tv you may have seen this thing it is the thinnest wall mountable high definition 4k matte finished wafer thin display that you can buy it is not cheap but they're getting cheaper at least for the larger sizes I saw that Best Buy had one that was normally $14.99 on sale for just over $1,000. So, cha-ching, $400, um, $400 savings. I couldn't not jump at that. And I've always kind of looked at that thing going, that looks pretty good. Now, Scott Lynn has one. And we'll talk to him on Friday about it. He's got a smaller one. He swears by it. He loves it. Because when it's not a TV, it'll show artwork and it'll just blend in to your wall. It is super cool. High-tech. I have a problem, though. I have a secondary problem to this. A couple things. First of all, <laughs> they don't give you sort of a picture frame that goes with it. That's an add-on. And there are these magnetic sort of frame bezels that go on the outside of this very flush wall-mounted TV that apparently Samsung sells as an accessory in a variety of colors and styles, starting at... Ready? $150. Go 
fuck yourself, Samsung. Like, that's outrageous. It's plastic. It's maybe wood, maybe carbon fiber. It's magnetic. Okay, $150? Seriously. So if anyone has a frame, I'm thinking somebody must sell somewhere sort of, you know, picture frame-like casings for the Samsung frame TV that will fit perfectly at a fraction of the cost that come in a much more variety of colors, flavors, styles, you name it, that look great. Maybe that exists, maybe not. I've yet to do any kind of exhaustive Google search. The technology on this thing is great. The image is stunning. The concept is really cool. They not only have artwork that will display when you're not when you're not watching TV, excuse my voice. <clears throat> but they have sort of what's the word I want to use to describe it? They have like active paintings or photographs where everything in the photo is still like it's a a photo and yet one little part of it is moving like there's a photo of a tree in a forest beautiful and there's a little vine with leaves hanging down the trunk of the tree those sort of wiggle in the wind and so if you're walking by this thing and you don't know that it's an actual frame or you, you don't know that it's actual tv you would look at it like oh look at that picture wait, wait what whoa it's moving And there's a lot of other options there. Now, they want you to sign up for a subscription art service. So you can have fine art delivered electronically to your frame. And I'm like, I'm not paying for art. But it's hard to navigate the interface. It's very confusing, very clunky. Uh, The software people at Samsung have not figured out how to make it simple, like Apple does or anyone else. So that's a little bit of a knock on it. The wire, though... That, that connects, the only thing is, if you get one of these, it comes with a box that's about the size of a loaf of bread. It's smaller than a cable box, it's not as wide, but it's at least four, five, six inches tall with a bunch of inputs for other HDMI, power, etc. That then connects to the frame through a proprietary cable that has an impossibly thin cord. I mean, just a little bit larger than a thick piece of yarn. But the terminations on it are wider than a typical HDMI. So if you're going to be drilling holes or running conduit to try to get this from one point to another, just be advised, you better measure the size of it because it's larger. And of course, you can still have it hang down the wall, but we all know that's unacceptable. So mine is hanging in in my bedroom in my apartment here in Milwaukee, and the wire hangs down just a couple of feet to the box, which is sitting currently on a temporary table. I, of course, want to bury that in the wall and have it exit down below into the box, which I then need to put in some piece of furniture. Now comes the adventure. I'm thinking, all right, what do I need for a piece of furniture? It's not an entertainment console. It's not a dresser with drawers per se. Is it a curio? Is it a, uh, what What would it be exactly? So I start Googling stuff. Apparently I'm looking for a sideboard, a narrow sideboard that's about 12 inches deep at most because it's kind of a tight bedroom. And 
Sideboards typically are for kitchens and or dining rooms where you keep extra plates, but this would be just fine in the bedroom because I can put other knickknacks and stuff inside. There is no, to my knowledge, reliable way to search for furniture that you don't know the name of. <laughs> where you have to go, no, nah, I want a little bit taller. No, not that fancy. Yes, that color, not that color. What do you call this thing? Where does it go? Does it go in the kitchen, the bedroom? Well, it could go on both. Does it matter? Okay. And then you start getting into prices on stuff. Quality furniture is expensive. Anyone knows that that has a home. I don't need that much quality. I need something better than a slap together you would get at Target or Home Goods, but I definitely want something that's not too expensive. So what somebody needs to do, if they haven't already worked on this, some artificial intelligence program that will allow you to just, what's the word? It just think of what furniture you want or just talk into your microphone on your laptop and explain what you're looking for and have AI basically say, oh yeah, I get it, okay. And maybe ask you a couple of questions then boom, put it all out there for you. Or you could just, well, Google it like I did for at least 30 minutes. Got to talk some football here today. My man, Glenn Eunice, former Sirius XM host, now runs the now runs the Ed Reed Foundation, Glenn does. Uh, Mr. Baltimore, we'll talk to G-Unit about the Ravens win and a bunch of other stuff from the games on Sunday. The ratings, I've not seen those yet on a Monday afternoon for the games. I'm sure they are insanely good. The Packer-Niner game in the first overnights was the most watched anything in television since the 92 or no 94 Olympics in Lillehammer the most watched anything since Lillehammer 30 years that's incredible and the Bills Chiefs game was such a dramatic affair back and forth high tension big plays credible atmosphere Taylor Swift shirtless Kelsey I'm sure it did an even bigger and better number and poor Tyler Bass. Tyler Bass with the slice of all slices. My friend Ross Tucker, who we had on our local show in Milwaukee last week or two weeks ago, and I love I love Ross, super smart guy, went to Princeton, played in the NFL, does a great job not only at sidelines for Westwood One, but podcasting. He's hustling. He's grinding. He had a take which was, Kicking should not be part of the game. <laughs> and I and he sounded serious about it. Like, this is so dumb. You got these big men, burly-ass, manly men, smashing into each other, exciting play after play, tackles, you know, running, hurdling guys. And then you got a little kicker that comes out that probably played soccer, never played football. And he, his whole point was it's antithetical to the nature of football. I think it's a serious take from Ross. Next time I have him on, I'll press him further like to say, is this a serious take or are you just riffing? Is this just a shtick, in other words? To me, kicking being part of the NFL, even when it goes horribly wrong, like Tyler Bass and his unfortunate wide right, two words in Buffalo, you don't ever want to talk about ever. It's an awesome part. Of football. And it's awesome for this reason. It introduces the most 
unknowable and vexing part of strategic decision-making in the game of football itself. Because kicking is a mystery. It's an unknowable thing. You have to decide. First of all, if you had no kicking, what would happen to every drive that you know stalls at the plus 30, plus 25? The, the drive would just end. And then the other team would take over on downs. It'd be boring as hell. Uh, fourth down decisions with no kickers, well, pfft, other than punting on your own side of the field, they wouldn't be nearly as interesting as they are now. The beauty of kicking is that you have to make a decision to say, okay, we want seven. Seven is way better than three. It's double, more than double, plus the extra point. Do we want to push for seven, or are we going to take three? From a number standpoint, in terms of what we expect this game to be, high scoring, low scoring, is three points valuable enough? It, from a psychological standpoint, does it feel like a defeat to take a field goal here? And then it comes down to, well, do we think our guy can make it? How hard do we want to press for a touchdown? Because we have a guy who's good, but maybe not good, or we've got the best one ever, like Justin Tucker, or we've got a rookie like Anders Carlson, who we don't trust with anything. It is the most delicious wild card that there is in football. No, kicking is such a great part of the game. It's football afterwards, after after all. You want it in the game, you need it in the game, because otherwise the game would be way more boring. And yes, it frustrates the shit out of you when your kicker hits a giant curveball slice like poor Tyler Bass. But when your guy makes one, when he buries one that you need to win a game, like Mason Crosby did for the Packers against Dallas in Dallas in the playoffs on the he went to Jared play, Jared Cook with a sideline toe tap from Aaron Rodgers, seemingly dead to rights. Crosby from 52. He kicks it. It looks like it's going left. And then somehow, for reasons nobody knows, the gods, I guess, were smiling on the Packers and Crosby. The ball reversed course, started to yaw to the right. It's a word you might have to look up. Y-A-W aeronautics term. It doesn't curve to the right. It yawed to the right just a little bit, slid to the right and goes in just inside the left upright. Let me tell you, there, it was the football equivalent of snorting the most massive Tony Montaigne sized line of football fan cocaine. Yes! <laughs> Band kicking, Ross Tucker. What's the matter with you? Shake yourself. When we come back, we'll talk to Glenn, G-Unit Eunice, Mr. Baltimore, Ed Reed Foundation, his thoughts on the weekend games. Next, you are listening to the Zabecast from my closet. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Here we go. Here we go. Podcast. Hey, what's up, Glenny Eunice, Mr. Baltimore? How you doing? Good, Xavier. How are you, man? I'm good, man. So were you at the game on Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday? Saturday. Okay. Were, I, were I did there? not go to the game. I, I was not on purpose. I had some family obligations, but I watched. I will be there for the championship game. Okay. Was uh, Ed there? Swing Super Bowl. Ed was not. We'll be there. We'll be there Sunday. Okay. Very good. All right. Your thoughts as we're down to the final four we, in the NFL. I mean, let's start with Baltimore. They really big brother Houston, and Houston's a fine team. The second half adjustments were everyone's talking about it around here, at least. 
they they really changed the game. And obviously the public's talking about Lamar and how in the locker room he was screaming at everybody. That's what all competitors do. They all do that. But what I thought was very interesting was not just the ball control and the big brother and then leaning on him, but at the very beginning of the game, the very first play of the game for the Ravens, Lamar took the ball and ran. And I think that was obviously they schedule these things. But that was Lamar and Todd Bunk and the offensive coordinator going, hey, Houston, you're going to have to fucking deal with me all day long. And if you got to spy me, you got to spy me. You want to blitz me, you got to blitz me. And it was a very early game of chess. It's we're going to pull one of your linebackers out of where you want him to be, and he's going to have to spy me all day long, and then we're going to lean down your throat. And it's exactly what they did in the third and fourth quarter. I mean, you look at that play, the, just the play chart, and the flow of that second half, first series, Ravens take Trevor, score a touchdown, stop Houston on their possession, take another seven-plus minutes, 10 plays, 12 plays, straddle the third and fourth quarter, score another touchdown, stop them, go again, give them the ball back down 21 with like six minutes to go in the game. They're like, fuck you, get out of our house. I mean, yeah. It was really incredibly dominating. Yeah, Houston could not run at all. Nope. I mean, that was the bottom line to the whole game. Nothing was going to work because they were so out of balance. Now, Lamar is a running quarterback who is going to probably always have to be a partially running quarterback. Are there going to be more guys like that now that Lamar is proving it can be done and you don't necessarily have to get broken into pieces? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, they, they, they say it a lot. Lamar's one of ones, Abe. I mean, he really is such a dynamic athlete and individual just superhero. And he's gotten a lot better with the pass. It used to be in 2019 when he won what is look, what will probably be his first MVP because he's presumably the MVP this year as well. He is. He was really just a running quarterback that would throw the ball here and there. Even though he had more touchdowns, passing, et cetera, et cetera, he's more of a sniper now. He's more calculated. He's more accurate. It's, you know, quality versus quantity. What was he, 13 of 18 or something yeah. in, in the games last weekend? And so he's still very dynamic. You still have to account for him. He'll still do the, and it's kind of cliche, but he'll still do the RPO and things of that nature. But when he does pass, and when he does suck you in, and when he does have a team have to give up one of their linebackers as a spy, they'll just drop it right over the top on you. He'll right. throw it quick to his flowers. So he's gotten a lot more calculated, a lot smarter. He's not just all athlete. Although when he does run, to your point, you – you know, conventional wisdom, Jalen Hurts and then Fields and all these guys that run, it's like, dude, you're going to get broken into a thousand pieces. And yeah, there's still that concern because you're taking more hits or you're in the field of play more. But Lamar's so oddly crafty. He it doesn't, you know, I don't want to jinx it. doesn't seem to take the square on hits that other guys do. He's just a very yeah, unique. He's slippery. He's slippery. Yes. Uh, Fields runs as much, but is not nearly as good of a passer. I would say Hertz runs a little bit less, but now he's entering a weird phase of his career where he's going to have to take it up another notch. Josh Allen is the guy that runs almost as as much on purpose for the point of hurting you, but he breaks all of our our stereotypes, right? 
Glenn because yeah. he's white. <laughs> so he's God white forbid dude. you compare a white dude to a black dude. <laughs> Even though sometimes Josh Allen's a horse too. I mean, Josh Allen wants contact. I mean, did you see some of those goal lines yesterday? I mean, oh, he's yeah. like up the middle. Oh you know, yeah. Lamar's like sort of nicing in and out. Josh Allen's like, come get some of this, mother. You the, know what I mean? Like he the dumbass <laughs> takes on Josh Allen today. I'm seeing are so dumb, like Emmanuel Acho of ESPN, yeah. who yeah, said yeah. he's not so much Brady to Manning, he's more like Philip Rivers. And I thought, no, Philip Rivers with an OK arm, not a cannon. And we should probably yeah. talk about the nearly 65-yard missile in four-degree weather, 20-mile-an-hour winds that hit Stefan Diggs in both hands, and he dropped it. Probably the greatest yeah. pass that was never completed. When that thing was launched, he was like, holy shit, what was that? Now, I mean, Josh Allen's a unique talent, too. He's just, you know, an intellect. Philip Rivers He's can't run. He's right, but to complete no. my point, Philip Rivers couldn't run. He didn't have a huge arm. He had a weird sort of pushing motion with his arm. Yes. And there's no comparison. Like, why would somebody being paid? Yeah. Actually, uh, Acho's not on ESPN as he's on Fox, I think. But, like, stop trying to compare based on narratives. Yeah. If you want to make a player-to-player -player comp, great. Do it on their physical attributes. Does he play yeah. like the player you're comparing him to? To even say he's more like Phillip Rivers. I'm like, the fuck he is? Ridiculous. He's not a comp to any of those three guys, to your point. They're not one of those three guys is a comp to Josh Allen. Josh Allen's comp is like Big Ben. McNabb Big Ben. Or like Cole no. Pepper who can throw. No, no. Or Big like Ben. Newt Big who ben. Can throw. No, Big Ben. Big Ben. That's the comp he's, right there. He's more noble. He's, and, and you know what? He's way. So, but he's a better runner. Yeah, he's a better he's runner a than Big Ben. Yeah. And Big Ben was. Uh, Big Ben, okay. Is I'm, it, it, Big Ben's a good topic big ben was a winner okay and he was as underrated of a you know pro hall of fame type quarterback as there maybe was this is coming from you know a guy that doesn't really love the steelers but he wasn't like ultra talented as a runner he wasn't ultra talented as a passer he was just a tough gritty sob that won all the time josh allen is pretty quick is powerful as shit has a fucking cannon but yeah, he's not winning a lot, and he does fumble, and he's not calibrating his superpowers quite all the way yet. But he's not really a guy. I would, I would have him on my team, unless I had somebody equal or better. I'd have him any day. And when they say, well, what does he have to do? I'll tell you what he has to do. He has to not face Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. and, and, and let, let's get him some more better weapons. Like, Stefan yeah. Diggs is increasingly a shrimpy not so sure-handed diva like he's his one real guy gabe davis nice idea when healthy not healthy all the time and yeah they've been doing it on smoke and mirrors give josh allen yeah. two or three good receivers he'd fucking cook i actually i agree i didn't know you were i, I like josh allen i didn't know you were a huge josh allen stand I, but i don't disagree <laughs> am i coming off like a josh allen stand yes. maybe i'm coming yes. off as a defender look He's he's really good. He's he also he's is really a bit good. flawed. He's a little bit flawed. Like you know, taking the shot in the end zone, 
uh, that was way short when he got, you know, yes. pretty much he kind of got Four. hit. Some people said he yeah. wasn't hit. He was hit. That's why he doesn't underthrow a receiver by 10 yards. Just be like, whoops, like I didn't mean to. He got hit. That game what, was in general, I know. Too. What, what, killed me, what killed me about that play was why didn't he step up? There was so much room to step yeah. up. Like, feel that front side. Well, not quite front side, but it's right in your left side of your vision. Uh-huh. Can you not? Can you not feel it coming? Just do do yeah. two steps up. That's what Mahomes does really good. And I've, I've been asked by people like, what, what is it with your Mahomes Chiefs hatred? And I'm gonna break it down very simply. Okay, you ready? They're yeah. too. They're too fucking good. That's yeah, my yeah, hatred. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, what am yeah. I supposed to do? Like a team that's not mine when they're this good? Now, I didn't like the whining earlier this year over the calls. I think that needs to be cleaned up. I do like Mahomes' style, the way he yeah, talks in interviews. It's very sort of down-to-earthy as he was like, but you know, they said, they said I was my first true road game. Well, you know, I did <laughs> I did play. I did play the uh, the Buccaneers in Tampa. I'm so you know. I didn't want to bring that one up, man. People bring it against me, and I'm like, that's fucking funny. And they got their yeah. asses handed to him that night. Yeah. But his brother and his wife make you want to like not like them a lot. Oh, I no. His <laughs> wife. Uh, his wife is e- easily one of the reasons why I'm like, okay, dude, no. But yeah. they're in love. They're in love. What can I say? And then of course the Kelsey stole the show. Uh, with you know um, Travis having a great game, and then his brother going nuts. <laughs> He's the best. He is who you want your big brother to be. You oh. like we would all want Jason Kelsey to be our big brother because you know he's like sort of measured until he doesn't need to be. You know he's got your back. You know that he'll probably rip somebody's face apart if need be. Like Jason Kelsey is who you want your big brother to be, and his wife seems to be like, yeah, that's Jason. It's cool. And I, they seem to be as you know, they've embraced the what, what do you call them the uh, the scumball Philly fans or I mean the, <laughs> savages. I mean, the, the savage, the savage, they the are absolute is, Philly savages. They are the kings. Well, well, yeah, they're the symbol of it. Right. Well, Jason ascended into God status when he gave the speech in the mummer's hat in Philadelphia yes. because we're right. The mummer's outfit. Dude, Right. Yeah. You, 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 people, you need to Google the Mummers Parade in Philly to get up to speed on it. Because I'm not going to explain it here, but it's a huge it's cultural like phenomenon. It's like yeah, the Shriners. Like right. Yeah. It's it's the stuff of Philly legend. So he was already there. This takes it next level. The best tweet I saw was, well, there's a couple. One was, I can't believe that shirtless guy is going to stand up and give a speech at Taylor Swift's wedding. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I love it when he climbed out of the suite and the two security guards that are standing in the stands at right. the window to like make sure that the regular, you know, Buffalo crowd doesn't creep in there and their faces are like, "Nah, what are you going to do? Like it's fine. Like let Jason do what he's going to do. It's great." Like he's just he's just a great character and here's here's and, another know, one. Cat, here's another one. Ready? Cat. Chris Long, former NFL player. Uh, some yeah. people see this and think he must be retiring, but nah, this is just regular Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a picture it's of him shirtless. Uh, Marcus Spears says, man got on Russell sweatpants. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> that is so Russell great. Russell sweatpants. <laughs> it's true. He's so great. Uh, let's see. Here's another one. 
when I do this at Miamisburg High School, I'm, quote, out of control and, quote, a danger to the kids. The elites get a pass again. <laughs> well, there's a difference. He's in an adult football game, not a middle school. But, yeah, right. it's so good. Uh, Greg so Doyle, good. Indianapolis Star, says, am I in the minority of people who want to see Taylor Swift's reaction to a big Kelsey play? I only see highlights on ESPN, so I'd see it just a few times per game, but I enjoy that. No, I'm with you. Like, I feel cheated if I don't get a quick shot. Like, okay, her man caught a pass. Uh, give me a shot. Okay, two seconds. There she is. We're back to the game. I want it. My wife's like, my wife's like oh, I want Kansas City to win. I'm like, why? Like, we should be rooting for Buffalo. They're underdog and coached to Buffalo for a year. Like, we went there. We liked the people in Buffalo. She's like, well, I want Taylor Swift to come to Baltimore. I was like, get out of my face, Lauren. And then <laughs> on the first touchdown, I rewound it to, like, look at the play. And then once it's over, I fast forward it. She's like, what are you doing? You fast forward through the best part. They were about to show Taylor Swift. I was like, get out of here. Yeah. And it's everywhere in Baltimore now. Like, is she flying in? Where is she going to stay? I'm like, right, right, dude, right. it's on 3 o'clock. She's going to take her plane or a car from her apartment in New York in the morning go to the game and go back home. She's not staying in Baltimore. You know what I mean? Like, no. what are you talking about? Right. She's uh, she's the modern Madonna. You know, for yeah. guys like our age, we understood how big Madonna was. So if Madonna was yeah. dating an NFL player uh, and going to every game, it would be a big deal. Um, that said, yeah. there is so many straw man arguments made by people about how yeah. if you have a problem with Taylor Swift being shown and yet you uh. like Jason Kelsey shirtless, maybe you hate women. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're, these people are cherry picking two or three random tweets or a couple of people whose opinion don't really matter and then extrapolating it, Glenn, to a wide swath of people that don't exist. It's the ultimate Who straw is? man argument. Hey, you men that don't want to see her, you're bad. Who the fuck is saying that exactly? Yeah, and, and who has time to even conjure up these ideas and philosophies about what all men think? Stop. I have too busy to worry about what the steep psychological made up meaning of guys that are like overseeing Taylor Swift every third cutaway. That's all. Like, I don't actually care one way or another. I just, and I know it's entertainment, I, I don't, the, the storyline in Baltimore on social media by a bunch of meatheads yeah. has been as much about Taylor Swift coming to town as it has been about anything else. Right. Equal parts. The Ravens looked good. Equal parts. Taylor Swift, equal parts. Tickets are too expensive. Like, Oh really? It's, it's Oh yeah. How, how expensive are the tickets? Uh, are we talking fee, face value or resale? Resale. I have no idea what I don't, I'm I'm the worst when it comes to knowing what yeah, stuff costs. Right. You you've been right you've been riding yeah. in the luxury suite of the Ed yeah. Reed Foundation for long enough. Although you know yeah. you you paid for tickets to the World Series for the Nats and the Astros, and you paid for mine, which was a we very very generous thing. And I want you to know, I still think about that, even though they lost and had such a great time. Lost that game, but we won the series, my friend. I know, and none of the home fans. <laughs> Seven games yeah. and none of the home fans got to cheer. Got to how, how, that was crazy. How fucked up of a World Series is that? 
it's pretty interesting. There was no joy. There was no yeah. in-stadium joy for seven games I, in that series. For, any, for anyone. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Um, um, I, 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 got, yeah, I got this Romo thing. I want to see if you can hear this. Dude. Tony Romo okay. is starting to say more and more shit that makes 0% sense. To the point yeah. where you might have to add Tony Romo to the list of, does he have CTE? Here was Romo yeah. during the game. Let's see if I, you can hear this. Let's see if I can play this. Oh, come on. Come on. Give me some volume. Why, why am I not getting volume here? Uh, hold on a second. System. Uh, okay. It, it doesn't come up uh, appropriately. But he basically says, you know, um, I play before 70,000 at home in my mind, but then nobody's there. It's actually zero. Did you hear him say that during the game? No, is that does does he mean like clear the mechanism? Is that what he's saying? Like he can he can zone it out? Is that you know? No, the, the Kevin. Cal- it it made it made no sense. And somebody tweeted a screen cap with a caption of Woody Harrelson in some movie, or maybe it was in True Detective, where he's like, "I just want you to stop saying odd shit." Yeah, it's pretty damn funny. Yeah. He um. You know, I think what happened is I, I don't know if he's mailing it in. I know I know that's what a lot of people think. And, and frankly, I have not talked to a lot of my like CBS executive friends just because I don't sort of toil in the drama of that anymore. But right. but I don't know if he's gotten complacent with his big deal. I, if I were to be, which I am not a Tony Romo apologist, I would say is when they talked to him after his first year or two and they were like, stop calling because, you know, I know they talked to him this off season and they tried to recalibrate him and boost him up. But before that, the league and, and CBS was like, Hey, you know, this whole calling out the plays ahead of time is really cool and gotten you far, but like the teams don't like it and stop doing it type sort of vibe. Right. And they wanted him to couch that and just, I don't know, play it straight, but the novelty of him knowing what was about to be run and calling it out was wearing out. And I think that gave him the yips. If I were being an apologist, I th- you know what I, I think. I think that is a not terrible theory. That once you get into the inner workings of a guy and say, "Don't do this, do that," even though he had it as a player, he got coaching, yep. obviously. Yep. Uh, yep. I, that that would not be the the the, the craziest thing. All right, let me but, get this in before. Let, yeah. me, let me let me let me say this though real quick. He's got a okay. We all have producers in that, but at his level, he's got a guy, right? Like I produced Ed for inside the NFL. We had a bunch of producers, but I was Ed's guy. And so if they needed to tell Ed something and they didn't want to tell Ed, they told me Uh, and I would tell Ed in the way I communicate with him. I promise you, Tony has a guy, his fucking guy needs to step up and tell him (laughs) what in the fuck is going on with this team likes to do this. Look out for these things. Be aware because Tony, if he's not going to get in the weeds, that's fine. But you got to have a nerd that collects fucking football cards, lives in his mom's basement, knows every single thing about every single player. And that guy's got to give you a brief. He's got to give you the elevator on every team's offense and defense and special teams. And, and I don't know if his guy isn't doing it or Tony's not listening, but you know, it's a very you know who, easy fix. You know, who that, you know who that is? Chris Felica, the bear. You need a Chris Felica. Okay. 
a guy who's yeah. the mayor who is that guy that knows everything that will just make it easy for you as a high-paid yep. talent and walk with you and say, okay, don't forget, they're fifth in pass defense. Last year, they were 20th. They made big strides. Yeah. It's Jones, the guy they got, who's made the difference. Okay, boom, got it. Yeah. All right, before, yep. Yep. before I let you go, because it sounds like you're done driving, you're going doing errands, whatever you're doing. What are you doing today, by the way? Uh, well, I was at the office this morning. I had a few meetings and I went and had a squash match and now I'm back at the office and oh. I am going to grind and go to the grocery store. My wife had back surgery a couple weeks ago, so I am oh, no. playing triple dad duty right oh, now. Oh no. Yeah. It, it's right. like, why do you marry a young in shape wife? If she's going to throw her back out and have to have <laughs> surgery. It's like, <laughs> well, she was probably doing what? athletic wifey things. And that's yeah. what got her in trouble, you see. You that get a bonbon eating wife who likes to sit on the couch, she's not going to throw her back out. Probably. <laughs> All right, last, last thing for you. Did you see the Raven <laughs> fan who went viral for looking like a dead ringer of Martin Luther King Jr. Yes, reincarnate? I did. Okay. I did. All right. Do you Man. find, do you, as if that wasn't enough, he just had the perfect, beautiful, facial features and the same size mustache as dr king but here's what's even more beautiful he's married to a white woman talk about <laughs> kumbaya feel the love glenny we're all how we're all great same. is that there's a right exactly so the martin luther king jr look-alike married to a beautiful white woman they've got a kid who's a beautiful you know half and half version of the two of them black and white cookies seinfeld races getting along in harmony <laughs> his name his name is wardell roberts Wardell Perfect. Roberts and uh, the, Baltimore, the Baltimore Banner dot com caught up yeah. with him and his wife and his kid. That's awesome. I did see that. That's hysterical. I have a Packers question for you. Yes, sir. I thought they played their freaking ass off this postseason. Are you guys pumped about it? Is there no there's no solace, even though you lost? Like, how are you guys feeling in Green Bay? I just went through it this morning on my morning show at 97.3thegame.com. You can listen there live online if you don't live in Wisconsin. I said I am crushed by this loss because oh. you never, ever know when yeah, the next true. one is going to come. And I said, true. I don't believe in futurism that mm. exists in sports. The future is bright, many Packer fans say. They're the youngest team in the league. They've got a young mm. quarterback in Jordan Love who looks awesome. And I say, the future is not real. You know that, right? The future is something you make up in your head. You know when you say this, Packer fans, I know you mean well, but I'm here to break some hard truth to you. You're spending money you don't have. All this talk about, well, the window is open. The window opened for Rodgers after they won the Super Bowl against Pittsburgh, and it stayed open for 12 years, and they couldn't fit their ass through it. Not once. Yeah. Didn't make yeah. it back once. Dan Marino, back in the day, second year in the league, sublime passer, electrifying offense down there in Miami. They said, oh, he'll be back. Narrator, he was never back in the big game. I had to remind people, they call Green Bay Titletown, right? Yeah. Yep. I said, it's not called Good Seasonsville. If it was good seasonsville, then we could recalibrate our expectations. It's about winning. And part of it is the Midwest people are so nice. 
They're so salt of the earth that this is kind of how they're wired. They're not savages like the Philadelphia fans are. And I mean that with all due respect. I know many savage Philadelphia fans, they listen to this podcast. But they're Midwest nice, and they've been good for so long now since Favre and Reggie and company came that there is a sense of entitled town to Lambeau Field. Entitled town. And so... I'm trying to Great gently, take. I'm trying to gently, Glenn, with my East Coast edge, yeah. recalibrate some of the thinking with some of the sports fans, but I don't know if I'm having any effect. Some people just say, fuck you, East Coast asshole, go back to where you came from. It, it's it's a great take. Uh, it's a it's great several angles. I can't believe that you guys are going to go back to back to back on quarterbacks. That's unfucking heard of. The Midwest nice thing is actually a little creepy for us East Coasters. I don't know what you guys are trying to pull, but it's wigging me out. It's I don't know if it's creepy. It is or this genuine. long play. I don't know if it's a long play to like overtake the world. Con? Yeah, a long no. the big con. Um, no, you know what it is. I, faith, yeah. faith, family, and farming—the three Fs. That's what it is. <laughs> I thought it was like brandy, bourbon, and, and, football. and something else. Four Fs. Faith, yeah. faith, family, farming, and football. They're great people. Yeah. All right, buddy. I'll let you go. All right, Good to talk to you, Glenn. Thanks, buddy. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. All right, let's end on this dream analysis time. You ready? Monday after the show is over, uh, morning show, 97 through the game, come back to the apartment. I'm quite tired because I watched all the football on Sunday. I was keyed up after that exciting Buffalo-Kansas City game. Even though it ended early because it started earlier than normal for a Sunday night game, and I'm on central time, so I got an extra hour there. Procrastination. I was too wired to go to sleep. End up going to sleep too late. Get only about four and a half hours. Have to wake up early. You get the rest. I'm tired. So I come back. I'm like, okay, Monday, let's take a nap. Laid down on the couch, and I napped hard. You know those naps where you're just like, don't bother me. I'm dead right now. Sleeping, 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 sleeping. But... Not only was I sleeping, I was dreaming. 
big time dreaming, and I had a dream that has come up on more than one occasion that I would like you guys, if you want, to participate in my dream psychoanalysis. Here's my theory. So the dream was, I'm on a jumbo jet of sorts. Not sure exactly what kind. I think this was maybe a 747 with the four engines and the huge wide body and the upper deck area. I've never flown a 747, oh, by the way. Would love to someday. They're not really being used much anymore. They're replaced by the 7.6s and the triple sevens. But I would love to get on a classic 747 sometime. And my dream is to be upstairs in the penthouse, up in the bulge of the uh, 747. But I'm on a jumbo jet, and I'm flying, and it becomes apparent, looking out the window, that, okay, something weird is going on. We're at least an hour into the flight, and we're way too low to the ground. Now, we are not in any kind of distress. There's no engine on fire, but the plane is low to the ground, and it's flying really close to a lot of things. And the jumbo jet, and this has been a recurring theme in multiple of my dreams, the the jumbo jet that I'm on, the commercial airliner, flies under things like bridges and overpasses and highways and or it flies really close climbing up over a mountain but we make it and this is not concerning to anybody on the airplane but me in this case this particular dream it ended with the plane flying so low over a golf course that it ended up landing on one of the cart paths. I know, it's a 747, makes no sense. Would have never... A 747 on a cart path, that was the dream. It flew so low that one of the last things in my dream that I remembered was one of the uh, the uh, maintenance workers on the course had to kind of duck his head because <laughs> the plane was screaming and... But we land safely and everyone gets off and it's like, not a big deal. Okay, what does the dream mean? My theory is this. My theory is that because I'm on these jumbo jets and I'm almost, I'm, I'm never with anybody per se. It's just me and I'm always free to roam around. So as the plane is flying under overpasses and, and, and bridges and stuff like that, but still narrowly avoiding it, like the pilot's like, oh, don't worry. It's Captain speaking. We just have to go under this underpass. I'm able to roam around. I'm out of my seat and I'm going from one window over to the next going, holy shit, this looks crazy. This looks like. I don't know, man. Should we be this low to the ground? Big jumbo jet here. My theory is that, okay, uh, I've done well in life. Knock on wood for that. Hard work, a little dollop of talent, and a bunch of luck. And I've done well in life, so I'm on a jumbo jet. But I'm living my life in a way that is flirting danger. Because I do eat too much junk food. I am overweight. I do drink, I think, moderately, but, you know. More and more, on a weeknight or a Sunday night, it might be like, eh, let's have a couple of cocktails. I know it's bad for me. I no need to get my shit together. But that's my theory on this. That somehow is the case. Now, some would say, your dreams don't talk to you. Your dreams have nothing to do with your life. You were probably just thinking of that. You probably dreamed that because of the airplane that landed on Loudoun County Parkway back in Virginia, not far from the monogamous compound. There was a small plane. It was a 
propeller plane on a super low-level budget regional air carrier. There was like five paid passengers on board and a couple of pilots. They somehow had engine failure and managed to land on a road that I, I drive, not every day, but I drive all the time, roaming around Loudoun County. And because of that, maybe that's why I had the dream of the jet airliner flying under bridges and everything else. But I'm telling you, I've had this dream five, six, seven, eight. I've had it over and over in my life. Craziest thing ever, maybe, or just a dream. Maybe get more sleep would be a good idea for tonight. It's Monday, so what else am I going to do? There's no football tonight. <laughs> Only two more games left, and then the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, you're probably going to watch with a bunch of people that don't even like football. I'm crying now. See, that's what happens when I do the show from inside the closet. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode turned out okay, audio-wise, content-wise, and everything else. If it didn't, you are fe- I would love to hear your feedback. If it was great, I'd love to hear your feedback. Send them to zabe at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.